You're now listening to a Word for Deliverance podcast with Pastor Leonard D. Cochran of A Place of Refuge Noonan. A Place of Refuge Noonan is located in the city of Noonan, Georgia. To stay better connected with us for more exclusive information and updates, download our church app, A Place of Refuge Noonan, or visit our church website at apor-noonan.org. Now, let's join in for today's message. Notice verse 14 on tonight. I'm reading out the New King James Version. Notice Romans 8 and 14. Notice what Paul says to the saints at Rome. Very important on tonight. He said, for as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. Notice it tonight. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, or the Holy Spirit, or the Holy Ghost, Paul says something so important. He said, these are the sons of God. If we want to know who who are the sons of God, Paul clears it up. He said they are the ones who are led by the Spirit of God. He he letting folk know how you can recognize or know the sons of God. Sons does not uh is not limited to male here, but it's dealing with a legit child of God. Are y'all hearing me tonight? But again, Paul says, for as many, notice the importance of being led by the Spirit of God. If we are not led by the Spirit of God, then we wouldn't be wrong to say that we are not sons of God. Come on. We can be churchgoers. We can be people who like coming to church. But if we're not led by the Spirit of God, We are not sons of God. Amen? And so, based upon that text, our theme for the year is spirit-led saints. Spirit-led saints. And listen, if we are spirit-led saints, then we're not only the sons of God, But here's where I'm taking my topic from tonight, from the theme. If we are truly led by the Spirit of God, then we again are sons of God, and we are Spirit-led saints, and we are tonight intelligent saints. I want us to focus this year as we close. I want us to really keen in on being intelligent saints. If you don't mind, look at a neighbor and tell your neighbor the subject tonight. Intelligent saints. Oh, look at one more person, tell him or her the subject tonight. Say it with a little more excitement. Intelligent saints. And look at one more person, tell him or her, we need to be intelligent saints. And come on, let's give God a praise for our theme for the upcoming year, as well as the subject for tonight. Come on, let's thank God for this subject, for this theme. 
intelligent saints. Intelligent saints. When you think about being intelligent, one thing that should come to mind is we've got to understand or we've got to know who is the source of our intelligence. There are a lot of folk who claim to be intelligent, but who is the source of their intelligence? See, when it comes to the Holy Ghost, that represents divine intelligence. And this is the type of intelligence we want to possess. We want to be intelligent saints because we are led by the Holy Spirit. Are y'all with me? Because you're going to find out, as many of us already know, that there are many people who are intelligent, but I want us to clearly understand tonight that their intelligence is perverted. Oh, yes, even when we look biblically at Satan, no one who has read the Bible will ever look at Satan as being dumb or not being intelligent. Satan is probably the most intelligent being that God has ever created. But I want us to understand that because he got into selfishness, his intelligence was perverted. Come on here, somebody. And see, I don't want to walk around thinking that I'm intelligent, but the intelligence that I possess is perverted because it is not divine. And so we're going to deal with it this year, and we're going to deal with it some tonight and lay a good foundation tonight. Is that all right? When I talk to you about intelligent saints, I want you to understand four things that I want us to grab tonight in reference to us being intelligent. And I know some of you in time past, you have did what I used to do as a young preacher. And because I heard other preachers saying things, it, it wasn't uncommon for a young preacher or an immature preacher just to pick up on sayings or things that you hear and you begin to utter it because you heard other preachers say it. Not that it is necessarily biblical or even have a Bible basis. It's just as a young preacher, you heard another preacher say it, and so you started saying it. And so as a young preacher, I used to talk about how sheep are dumb. But but well, one thing we have to clearly see tonight is that you may draw a natural comparison with sheep being dumb. But whenever you consider God's sheep, whenever you consider God's people, we are by no means dumb people. Come on, somebody. Because no way we're being led, come on, church, by the Spirit of God, and we are dumb. No, that's not going to fly biblically. I don't care how many preachers shout it, but if you truly understand who we are and who we are following, no way we can stay dumb. 
We may come to God ignorant. We may come to God not knowing a whole lot of things. But the more we walk in the light, come on somebody, you're going to find yourself being intelligent and making wise choices. Oh, I'm talking about somebody tonight. Your life is better because of better decisions. Many of us in time past, we were held back because we kept making dumb decisions. But once we got saved, started getting taught, we started making better choices. Am I preaching to you tonight? Am I talking to you tonight? And so, number one, when we talk about being intelligent, we talk about being intelligent, understanding that, again, we are led by the Spirit of God. Number one, it has to do with that we have been endowed with intellect. We have been endowed with intellect. And one thing we're going to have to understand is that there are a whole lot of people in the church, good folk, good people, are y'all hearing me? Good folk in the church, but they're not Holy Spirit filled, and that's a problem. That's a problem. Because as long as you're striving to stay saved on your own, you only have so much power. But if we are to be endowed with intellect, we need the Holy Spirit. Pastor, why is the Holy Spirit so important? Because He's with us 24-7. Somebody should have got happy about that. I said He's with us 24-7. We lay down with Him. We wake up with Him. We can acknowledge Him at any time of the day. You're talking about somebody glad to have the Holy Ghost. This is something you don't want to leave the house without. It's the Holy Ghost. Because, listen, saints, He is the one who endows us with intellect. Can I just say the country way? He makes us look smarter than what we truly are. Come on, I know folks are raving about how smart you are, but if you would be honest, some blessings you got only because you did what the Lord told you to do. You obeyed Him and you was patient waiting for the outcome. And the outcome was a good outcome. But without Him, you would have been lost. Come on, somebody. He made us look real good this year. Decisions that we made, he made us look real good. I'm only preaching to a few people. But he made me look real good. He endowed me with intellect. Are y'all with me? Number two, when we are intelligent, it says about us that we are bright. Or we are enlightened. We are enlightened. And see, that's exactly what the Holy Ghost wants to do. Listen, not just for one or two believers, but he wants to enlighten every believer. Did you hear me? He wants to enlighten every believer. 
You remember Peter when Jesus asked his disciples an important question. Who do men say that I, the son of man, am? And they begin to say, some say you are Elijah. Some say that you are Jeremiah. Some say that you are one of the prophets. But remember, but Peter said, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. You remember what Jesus told Peter? Peter, blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood. No other human has revealed that unto you except my Father, which is in heaven. What was he saying to Peter? Peter, you were enlightened to know who I am. See, listen to me. There are some things if we don't allow God to enlighten us, we're going to stay ignorant. Listen about important things. All of us to a degree are ignorant concerning something because we are not God. Oh, I need to say it again. All of us to a certain degree, we are all ignorant about something. The word ignorant simply means not knowing. We don't know something. But this is what I found out in my walk with God. I don't need to know everything. I just need to know the important things Come on, that help me to be productive in every aspect of my life. See, the thing God wants, certainly this year, is for all of his saints to be enlightened about important things, listen to me, are things that really matter. God don't want us ignorant to things are y'all with me tonight? That really matter. And it would be honest, some of us this year, things, we were ignorant to important things, things going on with us, and we didn't have a clue. We was in the dark. That, that's not the wish of God. That's not the desire of God. Can I say something without some of y'all getting mad? Some of us, it was sad because you not only went to the doctor this year, but if you be honest, the doctor knew more about what was going on in your body than you did. See, so I knew some of you were going to get mad. That shouldn't be. Nobody should know what's going on with my body more so than me. And the reason some of y'all ain't getting happy because you don't understand that the Holy Spirit will enlighten you about what's happening not in somebody else's body, but what's going on with your body. Some of us was in the dark about things, thinking we had to be. Not realizing, yeah, the doctor studied, yeah, he went to school, but he's just practicing, or she. I'm not saying you don't have to go to the doctor, but some of us got to be more intelligent. Come on. Doing our doctor visits. Sitting there not knowing what's going on with you. Just just bobbing your head like a bobblehead doll to everything that a doctor said. No. You got to be more intelligent about what's going on with your body. Oh, I got to get off of this. And, and don't just assume that is what somebody else is going through. 
Oh, I got to say it like it's coming to me. Don't just assume it's menopause. Don't just assume that it's something because of your age. Be enlightened about your body. Because it could be that you're not giving your body the proper rest. And just like I told somebody, now it's possible to sleep and not rest. Come on, this somebody Raymond. It's possible to go to sleep, to close the eyes, but because you're restless in your mind, your body is not healing itself. See, that's one thing sleep does. It gives that body time to shut things down and repair itself. To heal itself. That's when sleep is so good. I ain't talking to you lazy folk who oversleep. No, you need to get up. You're sleeping too much. Y'all know I'm right about it. But don't miss it. We need to be enlightened. We need to be enlightened. By the Spirit of God. Even when pastor is preaching, you need to understand more clearly this year who's using pastor. It's bigger than pastor. It's the Holy Spirit using my pastor. Because my pastor, being the man, doesn't know everything about me, nor does he know everything about the church. Are y'all with me? Finally, it has to do, or number three, it has to do with us being well informed. When you have the Holy Spirit and you're led by him, listen, sister, you are going to be well informed. It's amazing how God can have you to the point to where you're well informed and you don't have to watch the news every day. Come on, some of the things, the only way we can be well informed, we got to watch the news, we got to read our paper. But see, the Holy Spirit knows more than the crooked media. The Holy Spirit knows more than that newspaper company. And all, come on, teach it right, Pastor. And all the editors put together. Because some of us believe that. Well, you know, I got to read my paper and I got to watch my news so I'll stay informed. There's another way. There's a better way to be well informed. Am I telling you not to watch the news? No, because I know some of you going to do it. Am I telling you not to read your paper? No. Keep having your paper delivered straight to you. But understand, <laughs> the one who you are led by know more than the person who wrote that column that you're reading. I, I'm just wanting to do the saints really understand that. Nobody knew more about COVID than the Holy Spirit. Oh, I got to say it again. Nobody knew more about COVID than the Holy Spirit. To make a mad brother rotten. But what some of you did is that you made Dr. Fauci the Holy Spirit. You made him. See, a lot of saints 
when this thing started happening, they stopped following the pastor as the pastor follows Christ. And they start following Dr. Fauci, a man they didn't even know up until when COVID came. And I'm not knocking him, because, but that man became a household name. Some of you start talking about Dr. Fauci like you knew him personally. Finally, yeah, some folks don't like when you talk like that. But it's the truth. Saints have to be careful because, as I said earlier, and I'm going to back up tonight, some folks are intelligent, but their intelligence is perverted. You don't just listen to somebody because it seems like they know what they're really talking about. No, 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 no. And finally, if we are intelligent, understand that we have divine discernment. Understand if we're intelligent saints that we possess, because we are led by the Holy Spirit, we possess divine discernment. We are made wise by following the Spirit of God. And listen, we need discernment when it comes to a whole lot of things. Do, do y'all hear me? We need divine judgment you need divine judgment when it come to things when it come to people when it come to situations see it is through divine judgment that we can recognize good and evil come on because if you don't have divine judgment i mean discernment you're going to be calling evil good and good evil, even though you're in the church. Because you don't have divine discernment. Divine discernment is what helps us to understand, listen to me tonight, right from wrong. Come on, somebody. Divine judgment or divine Discernment, no, why I keep saying judgment, or it could be divine judgment, the ability to judge right. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Listen, what that does is gives us the ability, some of us really need to know this, when to speak, when to be quiet. Come on, somebody, divine discernment does that. Why are you not saying nothing? I don't need to talk right now. I don't need to say anything. What's your comeback? Don't have one. I need to remain quiet until the Holy Spirit, come on church, gives me what I need to say. That means you ain't going to get me into an argument that I don't need to be involved in. You ain't going to get me all... Come on, with my blood pressure flowing in, veins popping in my forehead about something silly or mad over that, which means absolutely nothing. I got to be intelligent enough not to allow you to pull me or draw me into something. Oh, come on, spouse. We got to stop all of this nonsense arguing. All this back and forth bickering about nothing. Somebody has to learn how to possess their soul. And don't speak until God gives you. Come on, somebody. He helping us tonight. 
How can all of this be, Pastor? It be because of John 16 and 13. When he, the spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth. How much truth? How much truth? How can the Holy Spirit guide the believer into all truth? He can do it because like God the Father, like Jesus the Son, he is omniscient. Don't y'all let me lose you tonight. He's omniscient. When he, the Holy Spirit of the Spirit of truth, has come, we know he done came, he's in us. He will guide you, the believer, into, you need to understand this, all truth. Or truth about everything. You see how intelligent we should be? We're being guided by somebody who's guiding us into truth about everything. He's again omniscient. Don't miss this. Two things you need to know that that represents. Number one, he knows all. Or he is all knowing. That's who's leading. That's who's guiding me. Got an important decision to make. But thank God that I'm being guided by the Spirit of God who knows all things. Not in the dark about what I need to do. Being guided by the one who knows everything. Let me show you why that's important. We need to go to this scripture. Go to Ecclesiastes 1. Y'all hang in here. Go to Ecclesiastes 1. Look at Ecclesiastes 1. Oh. Are y'all going to hang in here a few more moments? Ecclesiastes 1. Are you being helped tonight? Ecclesiastes chapter number 3. Listen, listen, listen at this powerful scripture that we that we're familiar with. Ecclesiastes 3 and 1. Notice this. Ecclesiastes 3 and 1. We're talking about being led by the one who knows all or is all known. Listen at Ecclesiastes 3 and 1. Well, y'all, do y'all have it? Right after the book of Proverbs, Ecclesiastes 3 and 1, to everything. To everything, talk to us, Solomon. Talk to us, preacher. To everything, there is a season, a time for every purpose under heaven. How am I going to know the season? How am I going to know the time? By being led by the one who knows all. Don't miss it. Look at that again. To everything there is a season. To everything there is a what? A season. A time. A opportunity for every purpose under heaven. How am I going to be to the point to where I never miss out on the seasons of God? It's who's leading me. 
is who's guiding me. Letting me know when it's time to do certain things. Nothing like the Holy Spirit allowing you to know, hey, it's time to do such and such. How many in here are like me in time past? We mess ourselves up going by our own timing. Come on, I'm going to say it like the old four. You said, we trying to get all of our ducks in a row before we move. And then after we moved, the ducks was in a row, but nothing happened. See, it's better to move on God's timing with your ducks out of line than to think you know more than God. And did he not in time past prove himself to many of us and just told her, go and I'm with you. And we went knowing he was with us. We went knowing it was our time. Nothing like God telling you it's your time. It's your season to accomplish certain things. How am I to know that? By who's leading me? Are y'all with me? See, that's what I'm saying. Who, who's leading you? Who are you following? Remember in Romans 8, 14, for as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. If you're taking note, there's something you need to know about the Holy Spirit or the Spirit of God. And it's important tonight. Some saints don't understand it. That is that he leads us. See, as many as are led by the Spirit of God. Pastor, why are you stressing that? Because you need to understand that the Holy Spirit will not push you. The Holy Spirit will not pull you. The Holy Spirit will not drag you. But what he was sent to do was to get out front and lead. That means he needs obedient followers. You wonder why some folks are so blessed? It's because they learn that the Holy Spirit is here to lead. To lead. Come on. If there be any investing, we should be intelligent investors. Why? Because we are being led where to put our money. See, I'm not even going to limit him to that. I'm not going to limit him to that. One, one of the best ways uh, to gain when you talk about money is allowing money to make money. Come on. Now, some of us, we Google stuff like that. What's the top five businesses that are opening up? What, what's the quickest way to make money? You, you're following people trying to find out how to invest in this, that, and the other. Hey, recognize who's leading you. Have you asked the Holy Spirit? Have you sought him for direction? See, some of it, that, 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 that's just flying over your head. But again, notice tonight, as many as are led by 
the Spirit of God. See, the Holy Spirit is sent into our lives to lead us. Only thing he going to do is say, hey, and I'm paraphrasing, come on. Come on. Follow me. That's what he's going to do. All we have to do is say, hey, I'm following the Holy Spirit. That's who I'm following. Again, understand that many people are intelligent, but their intelligence is perverted. And see, I don't want to be claiming to have enlightenment or intelligence, but my intelligence is perverted. Listen to me. This is what we're seeing happening in the universal church now. Is that what the universal church is doing is that they're catering to the world. When the church was never meant to cater to the world. We are to be light to the world. You can't be light to people you trying to be like. Who need to be more like you. And so that's reason in a lot of churches what's coming forth from pastors and ministers is sounds intelligent. But it's perverted because there are many pastors who are no longer leading God's people to where God would have for them to be. But it's more about that pastor, that preacher. Come on, somebody. That false prophet who, yes, he is intelligent, but he's also perverted because he is no longer following the spirit of God. And some of you looked at me like, Pastor, that's hard to call somebody that. What else can you call a person who's supposed to be leading God's people, but he's no longer following God? You better watch it. But he's following himself. See, if you want to have perverted intelligence, I'm not even on Satan right now. Just follow yourself. I need to break that down. Just keep doing what you think is right. Just keep wanting everything your way. You're going to find yourself doing what you have often did and all of us have. Messing up yourself. And some of us going to say, here I go again messing up. Myself. Why? Because I've stopped following. Y'all ain't getting that like I need you to get it. There have been people who God was using them great in a mighty way. You knew the anointing of God was upon that person's life. But then all it took, all it took, and it seems small, it seems insignificant. They stopped following God, the Spirit of God, and started following. And got so far off course to where they couldn't get back. Oh, come on, somebody help me. They couldn't get back on, on course. So much of no people like that. They just simply started following themselves. 
started doing, oh, teach your pastor, what was right in their own eyes. I know what the Bible says. I know what pastor is teaching. I know what he's proclamating, but I'm going to do it my way. Look at Proverbs. Look at Proverbs. So we're going to lay a good foundation. Because what we're going to be about this year is being intelligent saints. See, this is a wake-up call for some of us. You ain't got to continue being known as that person who can't get it right. God talking to somebody. Good, look, look, go. Go on and flip the Proverbs 3 while God talked to somebody. You, you, it's time for you to stop being known as the person who's always messing up. See, he's given you an opportunity to tap in to divine intelligence. And understand how powerful it is. It's so powerful that where some of us stand tonight, we wouldn't be here without him leading us. Come on. When have the great job you have. When have the great business that you have. Come on. Come on. All of that, you attribute it to who you're following. Some of we getting too old to continue to be the person who never gets it right. You have an opportunity tonight to change your course, listen to me tonight, or your destiny. I don't want to go over into another year making, and I know some of you don't like it, but I'm going to keep saying, making the same dumb choices as if I don't know any better. No, no, God, God has given all of us the opportunity to tap into or to have divine intellect. In other words, he's saying tonight, let me take over. Let me stir the ship. Let me lead the way. And some of us are still standing there like, wait a minute, God. I got a better idea. Look at Proverbs 3. We laughing, but it's serious. It's serious. And some of us, we have outsmarted ourselves. Am I right? And some of you are like me. I got tired of falling myself. Look at Proverbs 3. Whoa. We in the house tonight. Proverbs 3. We got to learn this. Look at Proverbs 3 and 7. We're talking about being intelligent saints. Proverbs 3 and 7. Y'all let me lay this good foundation. Proverbs 3 and 7, do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. Do you know when we're wise in our own eyes or wise according to our own intellect, that it is actually in the sight of God, evil. Did y'all hear me? 
in the sight of God is evil. Pastor, I know the way. No, you don't. You don't know the way. That's the reason he gave us the one who knows the way. Come on, let me read it again. Y'all hang in here. Do not be wise in your own eyes. See, when a person becomes wise in his or her own eyes, listen what he's saying about you. That means you stop fearing God. You stop acknowledging him about your decisions. Because you are relying upon your own intellect. And I'm going to tell you, it has some churches to the point to where they've actually shipwrecked. Getting away from the plan of God and just started doing what they wanted to do. See, some of us don't take that seriously. That's evil. That's evil. You're no longer doing it the way God said to do it. Here you are over here doing it the way you want it to be done. See, God sees that as evil. Evil. Why? Because now you're intelligent, but it's perverse. Woo! I don't know how much more of this y'all can handle. Look, look at James. Look at James. Yeah, you, you gotta right, you gotta rightly divide the word tonight. See, if we spirit led saints, we are not self led. Come on, we are not self led. When it comes to this church, it's not about what I want. And I'll never convince some of you of that because I don't give you your way. You don't agree with that when I say it's not how I want it. Yeah, dear Pascal, you wouldn't let me do such, such and then you'll never do. See, that's because you want it your way. Oh, and I'm going to preach to you hard right now. And see, God didn't put you where he put me. He put me here. And if you feel like you're more intelligent than I am, if you feel like you'd be a better pastor, guess what? He didn't choose you. He didn't choose you. Some folk God didn't choose them because they were too smart. See, when God get ready to use people, He's looking for humble folk. He's looking for folk to say, hey, it don't have to be the way I want it. No, God, not my program. But thy will be. Some of us struggling to be intelligent leaders, still doing things your way. You got to listen to God. Come on, somebody. So you got to listen to him. Woo! I'm feeling good about this message. James 3 and 15. You got to listen real carefully to the scriptures. James 3 and 15. Yeah, it's a whole lot of intelligent folk. And you can't deny some of the most wicked people that we see right now. Can't call these folks stupid. I see certain artists right now still got young folk bouncing to their music. How you going to call that man stupid? How you going to label this woman as being unintelligent? She in her 50s and still selling more albums or records or downloading or whatever than, 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 than young folk. 
Come on. So I almost messed up then. Yeah, as young people. What do you call that? Intelligence. See, one thing about the world, the world never stopped trying to reach the next generation. They that evil. They're already at. You, that's intelligent. But it's perverted. Am I right? Satan, Lucifer, was in heaven. Intelligent. But his intelligence became perverted when he no longer wanted to follow God. But do, listen, his own thing. Come on. We got to get away from this. Doing it your way. Come on, single. You got to do it God's way. You got to do it God's way. Come on, single person, you got to do it God's way. Stay off the dating apps. Do it God's way. I'm preaching hard. Stay off of it. Do it God's way. Trust God. I said trust Him. Trust Him. Don't put yourself out there. Don't throw applications out there. You got to trust Him. If you're a sister, you gotta let the right man find you. You gotta let the man be the hunter. You gotta let the man. I know I'm right. I'm trying to help some of my single sisters. You got to be intelligent this year. Be seated. You gotta be so intelligent that you recognize the man is the hunter. The man is to find the woman. But there are some men that will have the gun in their hand. They have the ability to hunt, but they need a look. They need an eye. They need something. And sister, you give him the right look, then he saw it. He saw a hunt. Ruth didn't get Boaz until she got some intelligence from Naomi, until she got some guidance. Don't keep being in church being the dumb single. And listen, that had nothing to do with marriage. If you stay single, be single but intelligent. Look at, look at James 3. Good word tonight. Good word tonight. Time to be intelligent deacons. Don't need dumb deacons. Intelligent husbands. That's what, that's what we need this year. We done with the dumb talk, brother. Putting it down ain't helping. You got to get intelligent about speaking to that woman. You got to get in prayer. You got to soak yourself in prayer. Until you can speak into that woman. Enough of your dumb talk. Come on. I'm getting serious here. We got to have intelligent wives. You ain't there to replace the man. You ain't there to boss the man. Wives ain't saying nothing, but we need some intelligent wives. You 
James 3, let's neck rolling, let's finger point. Stop getting loud all the time. Stop thinking you see more than what you see. See, one thing we're going to do this year, some of us going to stop all that God dropped in my spirit stuff. Some of us need, some of us need to learn how to say, I was thinking. It's a major difference. You know, you know, I was thinking. I'm going to say what you was thinking. But all this God dropped in my, God ain't dropped it in your spirit. Cause it's half done. And it sounds dumb. God ain't dropping dumb stuff in your spirit. God ain't dropping stuff in your spirit that ain't none of your business. You ain't over that. You ain't got nothing to do with that. Why he dropping something in your spirit about it? Why is he not dropping it in the spirit of folk in charge of it? So that's going to be your new word this year. I was thinking... Leaders, do I not talk like that? Sometimes I tell y'all, you know, I was thinking that we might. But then you never hear about that again. What happened? Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost just said, hey, and that's all that's going to be what you was thinking. Because I don't want it done like that. But Lord, what I need to say, I don't want you to say nothing about that right now. I want you to just keep moving. But Pastor said he was going to address it. He never did address Holy Ghost. It's going to be a new word for some of y'all. I was thinking. God gave Moses the law. The law was long. But God, according to you, he dropped more in your spirit than he dropped in Moses. Something wrong with that. James 3. James 3. I'm going to get it done, y'all. I'm going to get it done this year. Y'all going to witness an intelligent pastor. James 3. This wisdom. This is what we need to understand. What we get in tonight, a whole lot of folk don't know. There are all types of wisdom. Woo! That's all kinds of wisdom. You don't want to just be wise. You want the right wisdom. Come on. Listen, listen to what the Bible, listen to what James said. This wisdom, he's dealing with wisdom that some of the saints are possessing in the church because he's writing to the saints. But their wisdom is perverted. Watch. He said, this wisdom does not descend from above, but is earthly. Are y'all hearing me? It's earthly. It's terrestrial, meaning it's not heavenly. It is sensual. Listen, when wisdom is sensual, it's basically wisdom that seeks to gratify self. See how some folk got a whole lot of wisdom, but in all that they're doing or striving to do is self-gratification. See, whenever God has something for us to do, it's always bigger than us. If God blesses you, He bless you to be a blessing. The blessing don't stop with you. Come on. 
Come on, somebody. Notice what it says. It's sensual. It seeks to gratify the flesh or self. This wisdom does not descend from above. It's earthly, sensual, demonic, evil. Do you know there are folk who have wisdom, but it's demonic? Listen, I'm not talking about outside of the church. There are pastors that get up Sunday in and Sunday out with demonic wisdom. Saying things that demons imparted in them. Look at Luke 20 and we're coming in. Look at Luke 20 and we're coming in. Can I get Luke 20 in? See, we need to understand this. Y'all just concentrate. They may be early. <laughs> I don't know who in charge over there. They may be popping them early. <laughs> look at Luke 20. Look, look, look at Luke 20. Because as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. These are who? The sons of God. For as many... As are led by the Spirit of God. These are the sons of God. Notice what, notice what Romans 8.14 did not say. For as many as are Israelites. These are the sons. Didn't say that, did it? Didn't say that, did it? As many as go to church. These are the sons. Didn't say that, did it? As many as read their Bibles, these are the sons of God. Didn't say that, did it? Woo! As many as speak in some type tongue, these are the sons of God. Didn't say that. But as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. What is he talking about? Sonship. True descendants of the Most High or true descendants of Jesus are led by the Spirit of God. Notice Luke 20. Notice Luke 20. I'm watching. Notice Luke 20. We got to get this. We got to get this. And I hope I get to deal with this a little bit more. Especially during that resurrection season. But watch this powerful scripture reference to the sons of God. And I'm coming in. Luke 20. Jesus answered and said to them. Because he. Luke 20 and 34. The Sadducees didn't believe in the resurrection. And they often tried to trap Jesus in his word. But watch what we're going to learn. Because we're going to get a greater definition of the sons of God through this. Now remember the sons of God are those who are what? Led by the spirit of God. These are the what? Sons of God. Well, Pastor, you know, I squinch up my eyes when I prophesy. Don't make you no son of God. Come on. Some of you still mad about me, about stuff dropping in your spirit, ain't <laughs> See, guess what? You just guilty. Luke 20 and 34. Jesus answered and said to them, The sons of this age marry. And are given in marriage. But those who are counted worthy to obtain that age, the resurrection from the dead, neither marry 
nor given in marriage, nor can they die anymore. For they are equal to angels and are sons of God, being sons of the resurrection. But even Moses showed in the burning bush passage that the dead are raised when he called the Lord the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. For he is not the God of the dead, but of the living. For all live to him. Tell your neighbor, sons of God are those who are sons of the resurrection. Are those who have been truly born again. Notice something about the sons of God out of the mouth of Jesus. They die no more. Nor can they die. See, that means when death does come physically, because I'm a son of God, I simply go to sleep until he decides to wake me up. What are you saying, Pastor? I'm saying as a son of God, we... We have victory in this life. We have victory in the life to come. Come on, somebody. But we are only sons of God if we are led by the Spirit of God. Do you see that? He said they are equal to angels and are sons of God. Verse 36, being sons of the resurrection. And notice when Moses talked about it. Moses called the Lord the God of who? Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Tell you, nigga, if you're a son of God, he is not the God of the dead, but the living. So tell your neighbor, if you're a son of God, it's time for you, for your intelligent self, to come alive and never die again. What are we? Now, what's the subject? What are we? What are we? What are we? With about two and a half minutes from crossing over. Listen, saints. It's time to understand that he is not the God of the dead, but he is the God of the living. God wants his people to live. Pastor, how do he want us to live? Go back to John 10 and 10. He came that we could have life and have it how? More abundantly. Tell your neighbor, it's time for you to live, to exist as an intelligent saint. How many are going to receive this year's message? How many receive it? Come on, get on your feet and just give God a praise right now for the thing. For 2024. Let's give him a praise. For our subject tonight. Intelligent saints. Pray that you are blessed by today's message. Be sure to listen and share other messages available through our podcast outreach. We thank you for all of your past, present, and future support for our ministry. And remember, Jesus is a refuge.